0: Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze Dawn of Justice by each individual minute. My name's Nathan. You can find me on social media at NoClutchNate. And I'm Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And today, we're going to be talking about minute number 132 of Dawn of Justice. And the minute's going to start out with an armored Batman uh, telling a wounded cow el that he was never a god. And the minute's going to end with uh, flashbacks to Crime Alley Mm -hmm. and the beginning of the movie. And, you know, uh, why why don't we have a guest this week? There's the reason this is probably one of the most controversial... Controversial? Controversial? There you go. Weeks, moments in this movie that exist. And um, there's multiple opinions about it, but... As much as we love hearing everybody else's opinion, sometimes we just got to voice our own on our own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't mean that to be like a, a rude statement. That sounded very uh, rude and, and pretentious. Sometimes you
1: got to be assertive. And you know, this is one of those, this is this is the minute of this a whole entire movie, which I felt uh, some people did ask for it. Uh, some people wanted this week. And unfortunately this was one of those things that this had to just be you and I, Mm -hmm. because um, I'm sure everyone has heard uh, everyone's opinions about what happens in this minute. Um, And the truth is like they filmed this with a decision and this was written and this movie was made and processed and published and people went out and saw it and everything. And you know, you make a a decision like this, like you have the backing for it. There are featurettes about it in the film. Like this moment that happens is planned and, and thought out and, you know, they, they've reached an agreement and a decision that this was going to be the turning point. And the more I think about it and as I wrote notes for it, like it's pretty cut and clear why this happens and, and why it works so well. And so, if we were to invite someone who would have counterpointed it, it would have been, um, it would have seemed like we were accepting that this might have been a flaw, or that they could challenge us. And it to me, it felt it didn't feel right. It didn't feel right to welcome someone to to have a, a laugh at at a moment that seemed so so crucial. This is definitely a crucial part of this yeah. film. Um, I know
0: that a lot of people think that it's probably the. Least, um, uh, has the least weight to it. I don't even know how to what I'm trying to say. A lot of people seem to have a big issue with this moment and this minute, and uh, I guess it's today and tomorrow's. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I guess the rest of the week, really, because um, it's like all of the aftermath, and and everything is happening from just a, a few words. But we understand that there's many opinions about it, um, and you know what sometimes we're just gonna have to try to justify it because it was put in the movie for a reason it wasn't to be made you know laughed at it wasn't something that it was at a left field it's actually it has structure it has purpose and there's an uh, there's a big reasoning as to why you know a couple words can just completely destroy a man
1: (laughs) yeah honestly and and, and it almost sounds like uh Something in me always felt like the the, the backlash that this minute receives. Um, even I in the theater was like, when I first saw this minute, I was like, ooh, that's, that's gonna, I was like, yeah, I immediately heard it. And I was like, this is gonna get questioned. Mm-hmm. I was like, this, this is gonna be a thing. But then what happens at the end of this minute was like almost the evidence for it. It was like hey, we said it, and now we're going to show you why that is. And it's like, if you didn't get that, um, there's plenty of other sources out there that the filmmakers provided for you to understand why they made the decision that they did. Mm -hmm. Um, So let's get into it. So, you know, obviously, uh, Batman turns over kal after he's just demolished him completely. And uh, he steps on his throat with, like, this metal boot, which is, like gotta be completely painful yeah there's um, some some hundreds amounts of pressure on that yeah and you hear and the entire time you hear kal-el like gurgling in mm-hmm. his throat like like as if he could be bleeding and like almost like he can't get like maybe like there's blood in his throat or something He's cracking that kryptonian adam's apple yeah the uh, what do we call it we call it like rouse codex was what kryptonians codex <laughs> yeah was? yeah um and so, like, he's, and he says, uh, you were never a god, you were never even a man. <laughs> which is true. Which is true, why? Because it's um, just Because that was, all, that was all just fallacy. Um, mm-hmm. The fallacy of people that,
0: on one side, were, were depicting him as a god, and, you know, this uh, messianic figure, which, it's not true, um, it could be, but it's also not true, he's just an alien um and you know he's just never a man because he is an alien
1: (laughs) yeah what is it luther says to him he's like the the tragic like um fantasies of orphan boys or something like that Mm -hmm. the the idea of you on top of everyone else um and so yeah it's like you know you you know going back to yesterday's manure it's like you know my parents taught me the truth as they died in a gutter for no reason and stuff like that and it's like you haven't been like that, so you don't know what life is really like. You've been living in a fantasy world, and you've been you've been forcing it to make sense. Well, now you're gonna realize that, and because you've never realized that, you've never really become even worthy of, I guess, some respect. Yeah, which is completely disheartening. Um, and as he does that, he cuts the god clear across Man. the face. That's so sinister, too. That's I can't even.
0: That's so villainous. It's mm-hmm. it's so good.
1: Yeah, it's like he just uses that spirit. and he's gonna have it. Him. Like he has a scarf for the rest of the uh, the movie. Yeah, he does. Which would have been cool to maybe have that in Justice League, but yeah, man, I mean, he we'll, heals. We'll, we'll 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 save it. Yeah, he heals. But yeah, because otherwise <laughs> he'd have the hole in his heart. Anyway, spoiler yeah. alert. Um, tell me about it. I know that feeling. <laughs> so here's uh here's the moment of this film so let's break it down um he gets ready to impale kal straight to the face
0: yeah it looks like he's just gonna go right in his dome man like say cheese unless i'm trying to Lobotomy. look at his body so his left leg is on his throat maybe um, he's gonna like yeah right into his chest i think yeah. like right right down dead center right into the s
1: yeah yeah, it would have been a little. I don't know. Maybe he was going for the face.
0: No, because then he would have to, and that doesn't give you much of an angle. Like if your if your foot is already like that
1: high up on his throat, like you have your your target is, you know, the size of your head. mm Hmm. Maybe he was like, if you step on the head or on the throat, his he can't. I don't know. He can't stop his chest. He like he leaves com- yeah. his chest completely exposed. Yeah. And then you just stab right into it, yeah. So that's probably what was that, yeah.
0: Man, he was gearing up too. He He was was about to (laughs) slam that thing into him.
1: He literally was. He was like flexing. He was like, yeah. He was. He that was that's kill
0: shot right there. Like he was, he was ready. And then, then you get shook.
1: (laughs) Get shooketh, as Shakespeare. Get shooketh is that (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Uh, Cal El says. You're letting him kill Martha, uh, which causes Batman to completely stop in his tracks. And is like he doesn't even, he just completely like powers down for a bit. And he's like, what does that mean? Yeah, it's, <laughs>
0: man, what did I say? I, I compared it to like Winter Soldier and, and Bucky and all that stuff where it's like that brainwashing mentality or brainwashing in Civil War. narrative. Yeah, what did I say? Yeah, I don't know. But that whole brainwashing thing where like a couple words can just like trigger your, you know covert operative red scared state of mind in the in the you know kicking into gear or whatever and that just takes over it's insane what it does one word just completely crumbles this man yeah
1: it's um it's uh i'm trying to think of something else um well in civil war like or is it winter soldier like captain america will call him bucky and like he yeah. remembers yeah and bit, uh yeah you know when we'll see it again like uh in justice league where they you know they say his name you know Clark or Callow and he goes that's my name yeah and like he starts to remember that and so like it, it it does have a lot of weight to it and um especially with someone that like you barely put
0: a voice to this creature like you haven't had a conversation with him you've had a few words back and forth to each other. So, like he, Batman is seeing him as a threat, as an object. He's not seeing him as a person. Mm, yeah, person.
1: Good one. Yeah, because um, not. Yeah, he's an he's an alien. He's not a human. He's, doesn't right, see him he doesn't seem as a human is being. Still a being that has a
0: soul, if mm-hmm. you will. I guess if you believe in that kind of thing, he has a purpose. You know, mm-hmm. he is there. He is there. He was born. He is of flesh and blood. He's still just there. But Batman never saw that. He just saw him as this destroying monster, and he was gonna eradicate it.
1: Yeah, like Pun his intended. He he thought it was like his greatest villain. Like if he did this, he, would you know, he'd probably finally. He won. Yeah, he'd probably <laughs> finally fulfill his dream. Yeah, and um, and you know, that could be his fault where he was thinking like. He was making sense he was forcing it to make sense he was, oh exactly he was forcing himself to believe that killing this alien would stop everything yeah yeah so he was even lying to himself here and now and um you know I brought this up uh, the other day've I've seen the argument before on on the internet as well and I completely agree with it in the sense of like so Al says uh, you're letting him kill Martha. Um, find him, save Martha. And this completely shuts down Batman. And in reality, if I was beating up some dude and I was getting ready to kill someone or I was in this argument with someone and you replace this person's mother and this name and you, and you take it down to yourself and you go, you know, people that mean a lot to me in life, like my sister who passed away and her name is Nina, and... And, like, if I was fighting some dude and I was getting ready to kill someone or something and they were like, you're letting him kill Nina, like, out of the blue, save Nina, I'd be like, hold the fuck up. (laughs) Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. Who, like, and I would just completely, like, I'd have to stop and be like, I don't know you and I don't know what you're talking about. Like, what is this? Like, just replace the name with someone you really care about yeah someone that really means something to you and and to for someone that you don't know to say something like that like completely stops you you may you may like you may like stop completely or you know maybe batman stalls for a moment but then continues to kill superman maybe that happens in some alternate universe but the truth is like you're gonna stall Like, you're going to stop and be like, hesitate. Yeah, Yeah. you're going to hesitate. Like, there's no stopping that. Like, because someone is saying the name of someone who matters to you. And, you know, he's looking around like, who's, what is, why are you saying that name? Like, is this a trick? Like, what are you doing right now? Is this some other alien power that you have? And, (laughs) like... Oh snap! I didn't even think about it like a mind reading
0: kind of like sense. Like
1: he's like he like looks up and around for a bit. Like what is this? Yeah,
0: it's like he's like is there other cameras on me? Yeah,
1: <laughs> and so like that that means something. Like I don't know. Like how could it not? How could it? How could someone who says something to you like that like not stop you? And it's it's just it's just fact. And um, you know, like when I first saw this in theaters, I went like. Like something clicked very, very quickly for me um, where I was like, wow, are they really going to bridge this? Like for the first time, I've never, I've always known that they both have mothers that their name is Martha and like it's come across my mind, but I've never like expected this movie to finally connect it. And I was like, oh wow, I feel like an idiot for not ex- like for not realizing mm-hmm. That this was gonna be finally connected, and it makes so much sense now that it's being said and like this, like that this would be the turning point. Because um, what I wrote down is like this is the way that you get Batman. Like, what is how do you get Batman on your side of things? You hit him where it hurts, and what hurts the most is the is the catalyst of being Batman. Yeah, he was born Batman from the Crime Alley thing. Like, Crime Alley happened. And that changes life forever. So if you want to get to Batman, you know, as a writer, you go well. Something's got to hit him in that weakness, and that is like his parents, his mother, like, and home. Yeah, exactly. And like that to me makes the most sense. And if like, if anything, we should all just feel like big idiots for never like truly being like, wow, this makes too much sense. Yeah. Like we've just been so dumb about this, and it's like that's how you get to him. It can't be like oh there's a giant monster maybe we should team up and it's like no he's got to know that you're a person like that you've been through some stuff as well i think it's really easy
0: especially in today's society to take away um a lot from the character of batman like actually taking it away um you know the remorse that the character feels like the constant vengeance that he's seeking like the actual craziness that makes up this man enough to make him dress up like a bat and go out and fight crime like you're, you take away like what you know how he became that all the time people are like oh i'm tired of seeing uh, batman origin i'm tired of seeing the wayne's dying alley yeah you might be tired of seeing that but you really have to pay attention actually have to take that in and let that settle upon you be like this is the basis of that character yeah, it's cool to think kal like, was shot out of a rocket from a dying planet and landed on Earth. Like, that's a really cool origin, but... You know, growing up on the farm and and the teachings of Mom and Pa Kent, like, that's what makes Superman, Superman. Bruce Wayne's parents dying in an alley right in front of him where he should have died right next to them but didn't. Like, that's what makes that character. And I feel like a lot of times they take away all that depressing aspects of the character Mm -hmm. and the real world, you know, idea of it, and it just kind of dilutes it a little bit.
1: I feel like um, the origin stories of superman and batman have been diluted from other stories and it's a shame because this is one of the stories where it actually matters and the same with man of steel with superman's origin these these like catalysts that happen in their lives that that forge them to be who they are are diluted when when certain stories just bring about the wayne being killed or shoot superman being shot off into space like you dilute it when you write it into a story for no reason at all except to show it in there. Um, if it plays into the story, that's when it matters. That's why you're bringing it about. And it's been diluted in films to the point where people were were burdened to have to see it in this film again. Um, but for like once, it really mattered. I mm-hmm. mean, it mattered in Batman's, Batman Begins because it was an origin movie but like here this this matters the most and so that's what sucks the most about it is that people came in like oh we have to watch the origin story like but you have to watch it for a reason we're not just putting it in there to like introduce batman to this universe he's already been here for 20 years like there's a reason this is in here and it's one of the most important reasons it's because these two have to come together and eventually form the justice league like they have like to have batman on your side for for the man who doesn't trust anyone to trust superman there's got to be a huge catalyst involved yeah and that's the death of his parents and so this makes again like i said it just makes so much too much sense that we're just being uh ignorant about it we're just choosing not to to see the truth of it and that's like The theme of this movie.
0: You make it an excuse to say, like, oh, why'd the writers do that? Oh, it's such a stupid thing to write. Like, really? Come on. Like, tell me what's better. Yeah. People put a lot of time and effort and thought into exactly what kind of words are supposed to come out of that guy's mouth. And... What's really supposed to shut Batman down? Like it's not just saying someone didn't just walk into the boardroom on Tuesday morning. It was like, hey, maybe he should talk about his parents. <laughs> yeah, it's Like, <laughs> well, do you have an answer? It's like, and
1: he yeah. wakes up with like newspaper over his head as he slept, and he goes, uh, "How about he, they just bond over their mother's name?" Yeah, it's like, yeah. no, there's they put more thought into that. Like, yeah, a lot of thought. Like this is,
0: it's if you guys don't understand like the bond someone would share with like a significant other a mother or a parent a a close someone or whatever take that away from you and then throw it back into a reference in some form of your daily routine that you would never expect you're gonna you're gonna stop you're gonna get shook you're gonna be like whoa whoa hang on what's going on here this is real life and it's just it's it's just normal. Um, I don't see why it was such a big deal. I, 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 in the theater, this happened. I realized that. Oh yeah, some people are not going to like that. Like I do see the very yeah I elementary knew, I knew immediately. I was yeah, like, ooh, it's a lot of people would be like, oh well, it's just he's talking about his mother. It's like okay, take a step back, look at what this character was built on. Like that's that that happens, you know. And, this, you know, you have the excuse of, well, why wasn't it both his parents or whatever? Yeah, that's cool. His dad, for some reason, Bruce Wayne thinks that he's supposed to live up to the Wayne family name by doing what like his dad did or, you know, something better than his dad. Um, but really, like Martha wasn't really that much in the picture because she was just like the loving, caring mother, which
1: is something that Batman has always been missing his entire career i mean we could chalk that up i mean we could probably chalk that up to probably even sexism where it's like oh like he's got to match up to the masculinity of his father and everything like is he's got to look like his father because he's also male and it's like yeah but maybe a boy just misses his mother because she got shot in the throat every special every boy has a special lady in their life yeah yeah it's his mother it's like like why why steal the thunder from the mother you know just like maybe that was more you know he saw her get killed like pearls fell and everything yeah. the pearl- that was the thing yeah like his dad like when his dad was dying he was focused on martha like his wife his love of his life mm-hmm. and she died and like we had to cover that minute by minute we saw her pupils dilate she died she was shot in the like throat basically like that's a that as a kid that's that's completely detrimental horrifying yeah and this makes the most sense this is the most batman moment and the most superman moment because even in this moment superman he's not even trying to fight for his life anymore he literally says in in like he's begging for someone else's life yeah well yeah he says find him save martha like as if like i know you're gonna kill me and yeah. I can't stop this, but all I'm begging for you is after you kill me, please save my mother. Save my mom. Like that's yeah. I don't even care oh about my, my God. life. Like find him, save Martha. That's all I care about. Like dying breath. Like, not even about please don't kill me. Just save my mother. And that's like to me, like there there is no there is no counterpoint for it really. Like it's just so in your face. Yeah. Like And I think what it is is it's such a Read a book, guys. Vicious truth, yeah. That it, like, you know, it just what what else could there have been? Like that would that would pull on the heartstrings of Batman. That would like break through the the psyche of of a guy who's been fighting criminals for twenty years, dresses up like a bat. You gotta crack that code, and that is getting him where it hurts, where his parents, you know. So the fact that it's just like it is
0: the line, save Martha. Like that is the basis of batman he has probably had so much guilt resting on him that like he didn't jump in front of the bullet like his father did or anything like that like the death of his his mother specifically is on his hands because he didn't do anything to prevent it you know he probably saw like his father jump and was like i should have done the same thing why didn't i do that why did i freeze what's going on so that again is just super remorse and and the fact that, you know, you say, hey, save Martha, that just goes back to, you know, 40 years ago where you couldn't save Martha.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, I don't know if Flash and Batman have ever had that conversation about, you know, how his ability to time travel. And, yeah, he shouldn't do it. But, you know, like Batman is extremely sure, like, yeah, I will never mess with that. I can't undo that. That's not the right thing to do. But you know, it's something that he would really love to do. Is just stop his parents' death, and like if he wanted, if he could, he would. Or you can't change the past, man. If he could, he would like to, <laughs> but you know, he wouldn't do it because he can't do that. But it's like, yeah, this it just makes too much sense. Like I, I don't get why anyone can't see past that. Um, and so yeah, you know, when we decided to do this week without a guest, it just felt right. It felt like. We can't allow, um, we can't allow a counterpoint to this. It just, it doesn't, it doesn't feel right. So, um, but that leads into Batman becoming extremely shell shocked all over again, mm-hmm. hesitating like he did forty years ago. <laughs> yeah, and we get flashbacks to the death of his mother, and his nightmare in like the past when Joe Chill killed his parents. We just see it all over again. And as beautiful as it is, it is very haunting, tragic, very tragic. Um, but that's where we're going to end it for today. If you want to voice your opinions, we'd love to hear it on all social media at DCEU Minute. And uh, Facebook group, excuse me, DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society. You can find us, other guests that have been on the show, and listeners. And let us know your thought, your points, and your counterpoints. We'd love to hear them now. (laughs) Flood them all in. Flood them all in. Uh, You can find us at toooldmedia.com and you can also find us on Vero. And we'll catch you guys next time here on DC Cinematic Minute.